Father, we worship you and we praise you. We give you glory. And, and, and before we go into the, 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 the chapter I'm going to talk to you about, I want to I let you know that uh, on Tuesday, I'm going to put a link on our Facebook site, uh, New Life Ministry MHV. I'm going to put a link to Healing is Here. Because uh, Lori and I and Allison and Zane and Little Wilder are going to be in Colorado. Um, Andrew Womack Ministries has invited me and Allison to come and give our testimony. So we're going to be live in Colorado giving our testimonies. There'll be several thousand people there, and it'll be broadcast all over the United States and who knows where else in the world. So we're looking forward to it, and I'll make sure I put a link for that. And I'll tell you one thing. God's getting all the glory. Amen. God is getting every bit of the glory. You, Amen. Hallelujah. So, you know, you can look at... Um, Romans chapter 8 with me. And I'm not going to go through the whole chapter, although I'd like to, because I like to stay in context. But I believe the verses I'm going to be going through will keep the context. And I'm going to start with verse 2. This is the magic bullet, okay? This is what we're all looking for. This is what people are all looking for. It's right here. For the law. Come on, say it. Law. For the law. The law. It's a law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. It's a law. Has made me free from the law. Say law. law. Of sin and of death. The law of the spirit of life. It's a law. Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. It's a law. Do you know what the word law means? In our English vocabulary, it means a system of rules that regulate behavior. You know what? That's what the Old Testament law was about, regulating behavior. Today, that's what law is about, regulating behavior. All right? But this is not what the word Paul uses here for the law of the spirit of life in Christ. It's amazing the word he uses. The word he uses here is nomos. And it means it's an established law. But it also means anything that is received by its usage. So Paul, right off the bat, is saying, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made you free. But it has to become established in your life by your receiving it and by your using it. Do you like that? That's why I love the Apostle Paul. That's why I love the Apostle Paul. The law of the Spirit of life. This is a law. This is how the kingdom of God works. This is how God works. This is how the Holy Spirit works. This is the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Understand, He has made you free from the other law that brought sin and sickness and death. You have been freed from it. That means you have been freed from sin. You have been freed from sickness. You have been freed from death. He who believes in me will never die. I will never die. This body might wear out one day, but it's going to take a long time. Why? Because of this portion of scripture I'm going to go over with you. <laughs> this is why we're going to live to be 110 or 120. Or if the blessings of Abraham are true, he was 175. Amen. Imagine people say, I don't want to be 175. Why not? Amen. You know? I'm talking about like, hey, no, honey, you're sticking with me. Longer than what Sarah stuck with 
Abraham, okay? Yes. See, I don't know when Sarah left Abraham. You know, maybe when he was, I don't know, 100, I don't know, whatever. But see, Sarah passed away, and then, and then Abraham got married again. Yeah. And he had more kids. But you're not going, so as long as I, you're staying with me. I ain't marrying another. Amen. So, so, uh, so this law, who, I'm not talking about, you know, I don't, I don't want, I, I don't, I don't want to, no, I'm talking about, I'm going to be like this at 90. I'm going to be like this at 100. Amen. I'm going to be like this at whatever, 105, 110. I look at, you know, who's the other guy I like? Kenny Copeland. He's approaching 90. Yeah. You see that man preach? Uh -huh. See that man jump up on them stairs and preach? Yep. Whew. So, there we go. It's a law. It's the spirit of life. It's a spirit of life. Remember what we talked about last year? I mean, not last year. Last week, where Jesus said, Come unto me, all who use who thirst. All you who thirst. You're looking for something. You're wanting something. Whatever it is, soteria, salvation provides it. Healing, wholeness, wellness, protection, redemption, forgiveness, rescue, right? All you who thirst, you have a need, whatever, soteria, I'll provide. Come to me. And from your innermost belly, belly, from your inside, will flow rivers of water. Amen. And it says in John, the Holy Spirit had not yet come. But you see, now when the Holy Spirit has come, and these rivers outpour, outpour, outpour. See, we had the inpouring once. Now we have the outpouring. Now we have the outpouring. It's up to us, you know, to allow the Holy Spirit to, to impart that, that and make alive the spirit of wisdom and revelation Amen. And, and eyes of understanding and illumination. So we know the exceeding greatness of the power that is within us. Yes. It's about the understanding. You know, and people that, that don't understand covenants and don't understand new creation, and there's lots of them. The Bible is true, right? Mm -hmm. From cover to cover, it's true. But not all the truth is for me. You have many people in the ministry today who talk about the anointing. Do you know we all have the anointing? Yes. 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 We all have the anointing. We all have the power. None of us can really, none of us can say, I can't do it. Because like Paul, I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthened me. Right? Where was I going? You have to help me. Because, because, Holy Spirit, all right, Holy Spirit. I can do it. Holy. It's from, see, so, so now you get these ministers, you know, who want you to think that there are levels of, of anointing. There are different kinds of anointing, you know. There's not. There's, there's something that comes upon you. There's something. No, there's not. They're getting it all mixed up. They're getting the Bible mixed up. They're getting the covenants mixed up. They're getting the Holy Spirit mixed up. You see? Before Samson picked up the jawbone of that, can I say it? Oh, I was going to say. Okay. Before he picked up the donkey's butt bone and slayed the Philistines, what does it say? The Holy Spirit came upon him. 
Right? Before Saul, this king of, of, of Israel, what does it say? The Holy Spirit came upon him. And, and he, was, he was singing and ministering and prophesying with the priests. And all throughout the Old Testament, you'll see where the Holy Spirit came upon him. That was Old Testament. On the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit was released, he was now given and he's in here now. In his fullness. In his fullness. See, this is why the traditions of men make the word of God a non effect. You are, you can, and you have. At all times. Do you think, come here, hon. Come on, honey. Come on. Hey, we're going to the temple today. You're John, I'm Peter. We're going to the temple today. Okay? We're walking, la da 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 la Oh, look at this guy right here. He's begging for, for something to eat. Yes. Or something to, whatever. And you know what? And I don't have any. Give me a kiss while you're here. Okay, you can sit down. I'm, I don't know. Because the, the lame man is over there. The lame man is over there. So can you imagine Peter? Peter's like, okay, I have to wait till the Holy Spirit comes upon me. No. The anointing comes upon me. No. no! It was in him. This is why he said, silver and gold, I don't have. But what I have, not, not what just came upon me, what I have, I give you. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. Amen. You know? Think about, you know, he's walking down the street. He's just walking down the street. He's not waiting for no anointing to come upon him. It's in him. He's living in the overflow. And because of that, his shadow was healing people. But you see, we have these people that are teaching us this erroneous stuff from the Word of God. That might be true, but it's not true for you and me, or me and you. And so, we're sitting there saying, I can't. I can't yet, because the, the Holy Spirit hasn't been manifested to me. It hasn't, it hasn't come upon. Bull dinky! When you... Is that bull dinky? When you became born again, the moment you became born again, that Holy Spirit was, bang, deposited within you. Oh, but only the right hand of the Holy Spirit. A little bit later on, his left hand came. <laughs> and then his feet came. No! He came in fullness and power. Do you know what it said about Jesus? I'm just getting this right now. He was baptized by John, right? The Spirit came within him. And then what did it say? He was led into the wilderness, right? And how was he led? I'm sure it says it. I'm, I'm, I'm almost per, 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 positive. You can check me out. He was led in power. He was led in the fullness and the power. Not partial. Not a piece. That's the only way the Holy Spirit comes. Please get, the, get it right. Know what covenant you're living in. All right, that's enough of that. But that was good, wasn't it? Yes. Oh, Lord, send a revival. Yes, Lord. No. Oh, we have it. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, all these people. Pray, send your, send your spirit. And he's there. Jesus, he's there. Heavenly Father's like, hmm. I don't know what to do with him, Jesus. 
don't they know we, we sent this, I sent the spirit? I, they, they don't know it. They, they keep praying for me to send. Lord, what are, Jesus, son, what are we going to do? They keep, they keep praying to me for me to send this, you know? But one of them, Jesus, one of them is going to wake up and realize that it's within them. And, he, and that person's going to explode. They're going to explode in praise and worship. And then it's going to catch on to the person next to them and 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 the person next to them. And, and Jesus, they're going to think I sent the Spirit. They're going to think I did it. I sent it. Man, if they would only know. If they would only know. That's why we sent Paul. To, 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 to let them know this way. Jesus is looking. Well, we left them with, with good instructions. We, we, we sent them the Apostle Paul. And he did say that they would know, you know, the exceeding greatness of the power, right? We, we sent them Paul. So hopefully they'll read Paul's writings and they'll know, you know. Stop looking for it up there. When it comes, it's coming from here. Yes. Amen. Oh, man, it preaches on fire. Uh, okay, anyway, the law, law. Now, verse 5, look, listen to this. Now, I want you to understand something. The spirit, right, and the law of sin and of death is equal, like when it talks about that law of sin and of death, it's talking about the flesh, it's talking about the law. Paul uses the words interchangeable. So when you see the words flesh, he's talking about life underneath the law. When he's talking about spirit, he's talking about life. Um, um, new, new, new creation realities, life in Christ. So look at five. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. So now look at what it said before. He's made us free from the law of sin and of death. So now you can say, verse five, for they, right, that are after the flesh, that are living under the law of sin and of death, right, mind the things of the law of sin and of death. Mm -hmm. yeah. But they that are in the spirit, they keep their minds on the law of the spirit of life. Where's your mind? My wife, my mom and dad used to, you know, get your mind out of the gutter. Right? We get get our minds out of the gutter where the law of the spirit of Sin and sickness and death used to rule, rule and reign. That's no longer a law that applies to us unless we set our minds to it. Now listen to this. For to be carnally minded, right? For to be minded of the law and live in the law of sin and death, right? To be carnally minded, to live in the law, to continue in the law of sin and of death, right? To be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, you're spiritually minded. You're living in the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. What is it? To be spiritually minded is going to give you life and peace. Amen. Verse 8. So they that are living in the mindset, it's still in the law of sin and of death, ruled by their faculties... You can't please God. You can't please God. I know, Paul. I'm getting it right. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> you can't please God. Now look at verse. But you're not in the flesh. Laurie, you're not in that law anymore. You're not under that law anymore. You've been freed from that law. Okay? 
You're not in that flesh. You're not in that law. You're not in that law. But you're in the law of the spirit of life. So be if the spirit of God dwells in you. Does the spirit of God dwell in you? Amen. There's a new lawgiver in you. And it's about life and peace. There's a new lawgiver in me. Oh, Jesus, I love you. Oh, thank you, Lord. You're not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so, be that the spirit of God dwells in you. Now listen, here's, here's, here's the truth. If you don't have the spirit of Christ, then you're not his. But you see, you have the spirit, so you are his. You are his, so you are his. You are his, so you are his. You are his, so you're ruled by his law. Don't make yourself into the place where you become carnally minded and mentally put yourself back under the law of sin and of death and of sickness. Come on, it's good preaching. Huh? Was it worth a 45-minute drive? So far. Two and a half hours. Wow, but anyway. Now verse 10. Oh, baby. Are you ready for this? Yes. Yep. This is good. I hope so. First ten. And if that word "if" is powerful, I didn't know how powerful it was. It's not meaning if, like, well, if the sun comes out tomorrow, we're going to go on that picnic. We don't know. That's not what that word "if" means. Oh, you're going to get excited when you find out what that word "if" means, right? Well, if it's nice next Saturday, we're going to go to the beach, but the weather's not looking real good right now. Okay, that's, and if Christ be in you, oh, if Christ be in you, your body's dead because of sin. What's this is saying? Paul is saying your body is dead to that law. It's dead. This body is dead to that law of sin, sickness, and death. Amen. The only thing that gives it life is when my soul becomes carnally minded. And I mentally put myself back under the law of sin and of death by going there. So now Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. This is why Paul spends so so much of his time in the book of Romans making it perfectly clear that we are righteous through faith in Jesus Christ. And because of that righteousness, Holy Spirit dwells in us. And that Spirit puts us under the law of life. So now look at what it says in verse 11. And since the Spirit, well, I changed it from, from if to since. Now I'm changing it back to if. But if the Spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Now, you know what? You're going to hear some preachers. Some preachers will say that that verse is referring to you when you die and you're in the ground. That that when Jesus returns, then that spirit that raised Christ from the dead is going to raise you from the dead. So it's talking about when you die. No way. And I'm going to tell you why. See, so as I'm studying this, right? Holy Spirit says, hey, Len. He calls me Len. 
Remember what I said in John chapter 19, verse 30. I said, no, I don't. He said, turn to it. I did. I turned to it. And it was Jesus on the cross. And you know what he said? Finished! And you know what happened after he said finished? He relinquished his spirit to the Father. He relinquished his spirit to Daddy God. He let it go. The spirit left his body. Do you know why the spirit left his body? Because if the spirit remained in his body, he would have revived on that cross. He would have. But you see, he had to die. He had to die and he had to go to hell. But the only way he could die was if he relinquished the spirit. So we know this is not talking to us when we die. Because we don't relinquish the spirit. We have the spirit. The spirit is here. The spirit is here. He surrendered his spirit. He yielded his spirit. That's why I know this verse is for us. You want to know why I also know it's for us? You know what? I don't, you know, this is Pastor Lenny. Can, can, can I say this is, this, is, this, is, this is, you know, set in stone theology? I, I, I can't say that. But as I read this, I'm like, oh. I look at two people in the New Testament that were stoned. Who were they? Stephen. Stephen and who else? Paul. Who got up after he was stoned? Who didn't get up? Stephen. Do you know that Stephen gave up his spirit? Yeah, to the king. Stephen was being stoned. He said, don't hold this against it, Lord. Forgive them. And it said he gave up his spirit. Is it a coincidence that he was able to die then when he was stoned? Because he gave up his spirit? Now here comes Paul. He gets stoned. Paul didn't give up his spirit. So that same spirit that raised up Christ from the dead was in his body. And it revitalized him. So we look. And if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken, restore, renew your mortal bodies by the spirit that dwells in you. Now here's the power of that word if. If Christ be in you. And if the spirit of him that raised up Christ Jesus from the dead dwell in you. That word if. I didn't know this. I don't know Greek. It's all Greek to me. You know what I mean? But that word if in the Greek is a special word. And in fact, I know you're going to want to write this down. It's a primary particle of unconditionality. What does that mean? A primary particle of unconditionality. That means the spirit dwells in you. Your body is being renewed. Unconditionality. The spirit dwells in you. The body is being restored. The spirit dwells in you. Unconditionality. Your body is being restored to heal to healing and wholeness. It's a primary particle of unconditionality. This is why you can stone me, but I'm going to get back up. You can beat me, but my body's going to be healed. 
primary particle of unconditionality. Spirit of Jesus lives in you? Well, if that spirit lives in you, your body is restored. Amen. But, what's the key? Do not be car carnally minded. Do not be carnally minded. Be spiritually minded. Carnal mind cannot please God. Is this good? Amen. Well, you keep looking at your phone. Are you looking up the scriptures? Okay. All right, so now, here we go. And this is what the Holy Spirit brought to me. Come on, I've only been preaching for 24. I've talked for 24, but I've only been preaching for 24. So anyway, but it's hard. Preacher, I hear what you're saying. Pastor Lenny, Pastor Lenny, I hear what you're saying. I'm, I'm, I'm Pastor Lenny, I'm going to be honest with you. It always wasn't easy for Pastor Lenny. Right, Pastor Lord, maybe it hasn't always been easy for you. You know, it hasn't always been easy. It hasn't always been easy. It's hard not to think about what I'm thinking about. Hmm. Remember Jesus? Remember Jesus on the cross? Remember Jesus? Nails in his hands? Make sure you catch the full message on, on Facebook, all right? Remember Jesus with the nails in his hands, right? Remember Jesus with the spikes in his feet? Remember Jesus with his, with his body ripped to shreds? You remember Jesus with three and a half inch thorns beat into his brow? You remember Jesus having his, his whole face ripped apart as they were grabbing his beard? Can you imagine grabbing somebody's beard and ripping it out of their face? Could you imagine Jesus when they stuck that spear up through him? But it's too hard, Lord, to think about. To think of, to think of, you know, when I'm going through. Well, here's what Jesus said. Here's what the Holy Spirit said to me. Len, you remember when I was there? Yeah. He said, you know what got me through it? You know what will get you through it? Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. Who for the joy set before him endured the cross. So let joy take your focus off the carnal and put your focus on the spiritual. And that same power that raised Christ from the dead will revitalize and restore and renew your mortal body. Amen? Amen. Father, we give you glory and we give, we give you praise. We worship you. Thank you for your word. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for the truth of your word. Thank you that that if is unconditionality. If spirit is in me, body's healed and whole. Unconditionality. Thank you for your word. Thank you that it's true. We give you praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.